Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the walk.sc, the ongoing chronicles about becoming a minimalist vagabond while trying to walk from Stockholm to Sydney. Uh, we're in Fredericksburg. Uh, it's gone about uh, five or six days since you heard from us last. And... Uh, We've done four days of hard walking uh, with Charlie, and uh, I think we've decided we're going to call his cart the emu. Is that right, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. the emu. Yeah. That must be the best. Solution. I think it's the best, because it looks sort of like an emu with short legs, doesn't it? And it's worthless as well, yeah. as a packing animal. Yeah, yeah. imagine if you were to, wanted to pack something on something and uh, carry it with you everywhere. It I mean, you, be you a could, bird. Yeah, it would no, be, be a, a, bird. a bird that couldn't fly. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be that. So it, it seems like the emu is a is a really really good choice. The first day everything went really right, didn't it? We went went we went walked for uh, about thirty seven kilometers the first day. We headed out of Austin. It was very nice heading out of Austin. Walked past Barton Springs and through some of the outer uh, western suburbs of Austin that were quite nice, and we walked through. Oh, awesome. and then we started getting out into the more sort of countryside, and then we ended up uh, camping on the side of a highway, or a major highway intersection. We actually found a bit of shrub we could sort of hide behind, uh, right next to a service station. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty good. And you did a video there, a first night, first night video that you posted on your yeah. Facebook account. It has it? been posted now. Yeah. I, it is on my website, but I can maybe try to tag it. No, I'll website. just link it to it yeah. from here. I'll put a link in it to here so you can see it. It's, it was a, the first night. And what did you think of the first day's walking? The first day's walking was it was a good start because it was easy compared to the other days. <laughs> I think it was a, it felt a little cooler. Yeah, it was. There it was, was a nice there day. There were some breezes, and and yeah. I think it was it was kind of flat. Yeah, and it was a little, the other a little bit cloudy too. There wasn't so much sun. It was sort of like it was it was a nice cool day to walk. Yeah. It's strange actually. The temperature was quite warm. It was close to thirty five degrees, and yet that day felt cooler than the days that followed it. And we camped there the night, and we packed up the next day, and. Uh, one of the reasons that Charlie is here is to do, it is a test walk for him, so he's, he's che checking his equipment and what he needs and what he needs to be able to access and how quickly and everything. So it's a really important thing to do if you're going to do a long walk. Either you have to do one of two things. You either have to do a test walk and get organized. Uh, things change anyway, even if you do a test walk. Or you um, have to accept that you're going to change things as you go. And one of the things that's... Uh, that really struck me and struck me in the last few days, and I think Charlie <laughs> realizes this too, is that whereas I set camp and break camp in about 15 minutes, it takes Charlie almost half an hour to an hour, much, much longer. And that's not 
anything that he's doing wrong. It's just one of those things where you learn. I mean, I've been on the road now for a year, and I, I know exactly where to put everything and where to put my hands to get at everything. And it makes a big, big difference. It really does. Don't you think so, Charlie? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. But also, I think my tent is, it yeah. just takes longer to put up yeah. because you only have this small one. Yeah. And and I mean, all the things, all the things adds up, and it, and it all, and it doesn't really make any difference. We've got plenty of time to walk to make ourselves tired anyway, so that's fine. Day two, we headed out, and uh, where did we go to then? Do you remember? Day two, that's the that was when we slept at the at the water. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, we headed out yeah. from. Austin, and we actually uh, we found a um, just before we came to a state park, we had a sort of a, a goal that we were going to reach a state park and camp there. But before mm. we reached the state park, we actually found a a river crossing where the the river actually had or a creek crossing. It actually had some water in it and was running there, and so we we decided, we decided to camp. It there. was a good place. It was a good place because and we, we 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 were behind in time anyway yeah. because on the way yeah that's right we we were stopped by a very uh, very gentle man called uh, Steve Wolf. Steve, Steve Wolf. Wolf. Yes, we were, we were actually we walked past a um, uh, a ranch and it was called the the Stunt Ranch. Stunt Ranch. And just and as we, we have a we have an old stunt man among us here. Yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know, <laughs> no. Matt is an old stunt man. Yeah. I think most, no, no, not everybody, but all well, my friends know that, but I don't think maybe some of the new listeners probably don't know that. But I spent four or five years, four years probably working as a stuntman in the early 80s in Sydney. And we, as we walked past the stunt ranch, uh, Steve Wolf pulled up in his um, car and he said, oh, you guys look hot, are you out walking? Don't you want to come and have a, a swim in the pool? And he invited us back. And he, a walk through Texas is not complete. Without Before a, you've been to the stunt ranch. No, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we stopped there and um, we had a swim in the pool. It was really nice. And not only that, we'd realized I'd been walking behind Charlie for a while and I'd been really worried about... Uh, the emu. <laughs> the emu was looking a bit distressed. <laughs> it was sort of like looking a bit bent. And uh, so Steve uh, actually helped us a lot to reinforce the, the, the wheel axles on the EMU. So we've got a, a bit of pipe there and some hose clamp and stuff and clamped it all together so we reinforced it. And he did that and he just, it's so extremely helpful. It was really incredible. And uh, and when we were there, uh, he asked if we wanted to um, have a jump in the airbag. Uh, and we started talking and I said, well, I've already worked as a stuntman. I worked for a stuntman. And we started talking. He didn't really dare to. Uh, no, I was too scared. But, but we started talking about uh, full body burns and all this sort of stuff. But anyway, it ended up with that Charlie had a, had a jump in the airbag. And what do you think, Charlie? It was pretty easy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. It was like having a 20-foot jump or something into an airbag, and I wasn't even going to be bothered climbing up to do it. I've done it so many times before. But, but we've got some pictures there. On the Instagram feed, there's a picture of Charlie both jumping into the airbag and with his happy smile afterwards when he realizes that he survived. So have a look at that. I started crying after the picture was taken. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. No, he enjoyed it. And after that, we headed out, and uh, we had quite a long, 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 long rest there. So um, we headed out. We were a little bit late, 
And we didn't quite reach the state park, uh, Penderosa straight State Park we were planning to to reach to camp, but we found this river, and I think that was a better campsite. Yeah, much better, mm. because we that meant we could have a, a bath the next yeah. day before continuing, and yeah. we could wash the pot yeah, exactly. proper and... It was quite nice, and it was quite. We sort of hid behind some bushes. I mean, it's like it's Texas. Everywhere is uh, private property. You're not allowed to camp or do anything anywhere. But uh, we sort of hid behind some bushes. And yeah. We, yeah, we, we were hiding. It's, it's like hiding. it's like it's like like a boarding school. You yeah. have to sneak, sneak out, out to yeah. <laughs> to do things. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. And then the next day we started off, and we we headed up. And uh, I think the next day was probably the day that uh, I think I don't know Charlie, but I think you've thought that was that was quite hard then. It was pretty hard the yeah. next day, yes. Yeah. But my big concern is to run out of water. Yeah. And we can only carry a certain amount of water and I, I knew that we wouldn't be uh, yeah, we wouldn't have the opportunity to, to buy new water the next day or maybe next day but not this day. Yeah. So there's a big concern about having enough water. Yeah. And you don't want to drink too much, but on the other hand, you are sweating. Yeah, a lot. It's really you, hot. You're mean, you're really thirsty all the yeah. time, so it's it's a stress factor yeah. not to uh, be able to drink all the water that you want. But on the other hand, that's that's really what my project is about. Yeah, walking you, you, for water. Walking for water. This is not water. just walking for water for others. This is also yeah. walking for water for ourselves. Because you, you even sweat when you lie still. Yeah. So it's just about walking, get to the next goal so you can refill your water supplies. And you realize how, how important water is. Yes. And how in this sort of climate when it's so hot that you can't really survive without it at all. It's a, it's a, and as Charlie said, I mean, we've uh, been starting to have a few siestas. I'll say some more about that. But when you're lying down at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you're lying in the shade, you're still sweating. Even if you're lying still, so it's quite warm. It's quite warm, and, and you sweat a lot. But we made it. We we actually made it into Johnson City that afternoon. We walked from the there into Johnson City, and we got there about one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And we had a um, a very filling but terrible lunch at the Dairy Queen, <laughs> which is something like a McDonald's. Yeah, similar. Fast food, terrible fast food, basically. They have um, a lot of fast food uh, chains over here. Uh, and then after that, we headed in towards the city. I was actually looking for a coffee shop. As everyone knows, I'm addicted to coffee, and I wanted to find a good coffee. We didn't find one, but we did find the uh, the library. So we actually sat down there for a, a couple of hours. That's when Charlie uploaded the video, and yeah. we did a few other things, odds and ends, and that was... And that, that took some time. Yeah, it took some time. It didn't have the fastest connection there. And at first, Matt's what... I don't think he was very, very pleased about spending all this time in the library, but as time got by and we uh, moved on, mm -hmm. we uh, met some very gentle people mm -hmm. who... Uh, Made it all worth the worth <laughs> more, the, more than worth, worth the while. <laughs> yeah. Now I didn't really mind spending that much time in the library, but but it's um, and actually that was our first uh, unplanned siesta, and I think that's something that uh, we will be trying a little bit more now going forward. Actually, trying to have a rest between like one thirty and two o'clock in the afternoon, or, one, or sorry, one thirty and four o'clock in the afternoon when it's at, 
when it's the hottest, I, I think it's actually better to have a rest during that time, have a good lunch, have a rest, and then walk a little bit later into the evening. Because um, walking there around 3, 4 o'clock really knocks you about a bit. It's quite warm. So it's probably better to have a rest, even though it's, it's difficult to sleep or rest when it's so hot. It's, I think it's better to have that rest and continue walking and then walk later into the evening. And that's something we're going to continue trying as we go forward. We'll see how that works. Also, just to get some warm food. Yeah, and also to have a, and also to to eat a proper meal and have some time to rest after the mm. food because you always get tired after you mm. eat as well. So that, that, that should be quite good. So we're going to try that. We'll see how that works. But we left the library and we wanted to restock on some ice and water. So we went to a service station and we restocked and we filled water and we were talking to this really helpful, nice gentleman in the service station and a few people stopped and said hello and it was all very friendly and nice and just as we, as we were leaving, a really cool black Cadillac with side pipes and uh, uh, um, flames on it pulled up. And I, I, could, I had to say to the guy, it was a real cool car. I said, custom-made American car. Yeah, yeah. So we, we stopped and we talked. And it turned out to be Joe, and he was um, from the area, and he asked what we were doing and blah, blah. And he, uh, and he gave us a donation. The, for the for the walk, so that was that was quite cool, quite nice, quite appreciated, and uh, not too bad, not too bad at all. And people are quite are quite kind and helpful all along here. They are, and that's that's the thing about. The, I think the further we got away from Austin, the rarer it gets. Mm -hmm. But especially in Austin and around Austin, the people here are really helpful. Mm -hmm. And they, they, wherever you have a break, they will stop and ask, do you okay? need water? Are you okay? okay? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not something that you would uh, experience in Denmark, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Sweden, but... It's maybe, maybe not in Sweden, not in, not in a normal area. I, I think it's a typical thing where it's a hot and where it's a lot of open areas. In yeah, Australia, people be, always yeah. stop and ask if you're okay. So it might be one of those things. But yeah, it's a bit different. But very, people are very helpful, very kind. It's, it's great. Yeah. And we, then we continued, continued on in the afternoon and we walked and we walked and we were trying to find some place to stop. And it wasn't really... There were a lot of fences and we couldn't really get into any, any place. Uh, and we were, uh, I mean, you're always a little bit, stealth camping is, I mean, it's it's not legal and I, I don't think anyone would really say much about it if they caught you doing it, but you always feel a little bit guilty doing and they, it. And they, I do actually <laughs> think they're legally allowed to shoot you down yeah. here if, yeah. you, if you're caught on the ground. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit distressing when... when uh, when there are signs saying, don't mind the dog, watch out for the gun. <laughs> it can be a bit distressing. So. We are in Texas, though. Yeah, we're in Texas. <laughs> but we actually walked, and the sun was going down, and we actually found a field. We There was a gate that there wasn't a padlock on, and we snuck in through the gate, and it was a, it, it was a cow uh, paddock or a cattle paddock or something full of cactus. And we found some bushes there, and we hid there, and we organized some food, and we that was quite nice. And every time a car, a car was driving yeah. by on the road, we were turning we up the light. lights. Yeah. <laughs> Always feeling a bit guilty. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if we really need to or not, but, but it, we can't help it. We feel a bit guilty. Uh, but that was nice. It was a nice camping site. It was actually worked out quite well there, didn't it? Yeah. 
And uh, next morning we got up early, or tried to get up a little bit earlier. That was a good idea actually to yeah. get up early. Yeah. I think we we planned to get up at six o'clock, but yeah. I take some time getting my stuff packed packed down, so we were probably leaving. Yeah. We're still on the road by seven thirty, so I think so. Yeah. Uh, was it seven thirty before we were on the road? Yeah, we didn't get up until uh, the alarm went at six o'clock. But I was a bit lazy. I don't think we got up till six thirty or something. Okay. Yeah. But still, it, it's nice to walk in the morning, and that's yeah. that's maybe the only time of day that it's very cool. Yeah. Because even in the afternoon, it's where at hot. home it would be starting to cool down, it's not like that here. No. Because we are walking toward west. Yeah. So we just have the sun in our faces uh, until it's uh, completely yeah. down. It's it's seldom below thirty degrees before nine o'clock, and even then, it's uh, uh, it, the coolest part of the day is between is like five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. That, that's the coolest, but it's usually about it's been about twenty degrees the last two or three days. After that, it, it hots up quite quickly. Uh, so, so it's quite nice and cool in the morning. It's a nice time to walk. Maybe we should talk about what we get to eat. Mm-hmm. You you usually start by eating some peanut butter when you get up. Yeah, I try to get some some some. I'm not much of a breakfast person. Me but neither. I, but I realize that you need some sort of energy to get started in the morning. So nuts or peanut butter or something like a high density, high energy source is is the easiest to eat in the morning. It doesn't need any cooking or anything like that. So I, I try to get something like that. If I'm not in a city, if I'm in a city, in a nearer town or something, I like to get bacon and eggs, a real proper breakfast. But but if I can't, when we're camping, it's often just uh, peanut butter, nuts, something nice and simple like that. Tell me, I don't have to cook. And then Matt's is really good to to uh, stop in before we have walked too long and say, now you need to get something to eat as well. Yeah. So. We eat some nuts. We have bought this big, uh, what do you call it, container of, of different kind of yeah. nuts, walnuts, peanuts. Yeah, um, yeah there's all mixed nuts, really good ones actually. Cashew so. nuts, all kinds of nuts, which is uh, full of good energy. So we eat some nuts, drink some water, and then we continue. It's important actually. Uh, when we're walking like this, it's important to take breaks. I mean, you don't want to walk an hour and a half, possibly two hours, but you need a break uh, to freshen up with some water and have a quick little break. It's better to walk a little bit slowly and have more breaks and and, and be able to walk all day rather than to head out too hard and um, and crash because <laughs> you can get pretty tired and then it's hard to recover after that. So. But we've been doing quite well, and Charlie's like a fit guy. He's got no problem doing the walking we're doing. Uh, the heat, he feels the heat, but so do I. So I mean, that's that's it's hot. There's nothing you can say about that. It takes a lot out of you, so that's no problem. We walked that day all the way to here in Fredericksburg, didn't we? Mm-hmm. No, but yes. What did we do? It was a long day. I think we walked almost forty-seven kilometers the last day. One, two, three nights, four days walking, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. We've been sleeping for three nights, out camping for tent, three nights. Yeah, out in the tent, yeah. And it's the fourth night. And 
We were very lucky. I had sent out some couchsurfing requests in Fredericksburg, and we're here on the 4th of July, which is the American Independence Day. It's a big celebration. It's and a which big were, uh, it was our goal yeah. to reach it here. We wanted to reach here by the, by the July, yeah. 4th of July, so we could actually be in a, a town that celebrated the 4th of July. And we were very, very lucky. Uh, a guy uh, answered our uh, couchsurfing request, and we're actually staying... Actually, this is really strange. We're couch surfing in a motel. <laughs> How is that? Really, that sounds really strange. But <laughs> really? Yeah. Especially on the 4th of July, yeah. where all the hotels, and this is a city, a small city. Yeah. There is 10,000 something yeah. in population, very, very but they have like maybe 15 hotels, hotels yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they are all full. Yeah, they're all full. <laughs> so we have to sleep in the conference hall. Yeah. But that's good. We don't complain. We no. have a cooler, a freezer. Yeah. Just bought a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. We are all good. Yeah. No problem. But still, it it just seems strange for a hotel manager yeah. for the fall of July, the most busy day of the year, yeah. to, to host okay. couchsurfing yeah. guests <laughs> on your hotel. Incredible hospitality. We're eternally yeah. thankful, and we love it. But it's just. Uh, yeah, it blows our mind just the time. That's the sound hospitality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really, really cool. And we uh, we got here. We arrived quite late, and uh, it was full. All the rooms were full, and they put us in this uh, in this meeting room. And uh, so we're actually sleeping on our camping gear in here, but it's quite comfortable. It's air conditioned. It's very, very nice. And we got up this morning, went into uh, the town's only like half a kilometer away, like the center of town. Went into the main street. Tried to get some breakfast. There was people everywhere. It was really crowded. But we found one small place. We got some breakfast. And uh, then the parade started. Fourth of July parade. It's the first time I've ever seen one live. So that's that's pretty cool. And it was interesting. At the same time, that it was very long. And in the end, <laughs> people were slightly bored. <laughs> <weren't we? laughs> so, But it was cool to be able to see it. We took a few shots and we followed it. So it was interesting. And after that, we went to, and how's this? We are in Texas. We went to a German beer garden and watched Germany play France and drank a few beers. So that, that was quite nice. Uh, we play, and spent a little money on playing on it, but it yeah. didn't went very well. Yeah. yeah, Charlie gambled a little bit, but it uh, didn't really go that well. <laughs> so... I didn't gamble. I didn't didn't mind. So I didn't worry. You're not that kind of guy. No, I'm not much into gambling. Always you need some more. Yeah, I probably need some more. We're actually drinking. Uh, we're being very patriotic. Maybe not Texas patriotic, but definitely America patriotic. We're drinking uh, Jack Daniels. Bought ourselves a, a bottle of bourbon. So we're drinking Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Charlie's drinking it straight, and I'm uh, being very Australian and drinking it with Coke. Diet Coke, even. Yeah, Diet Coke. Don't want to get too fat. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then we've run around, done some shopping for some small stuff we needed. Uh, Charlie's cart has had a few problems. We've been discussing how we're going to solve it. Uh, well, we're going to bury it. <laughs> <laughs> bury it uh, the emu, where the emu is going to be cooked and buried. Uh, we're going to try. We've decided we were thinking or Charlie was thinking about buying some new wheels or getting some new wheels here for it. Uh, unfortunately, the, the cycle shops are closed today and we haven't really seen any good things. And I, I'm afraid that 
buying new stuff for that cart might just be a waste of money. So what we actually just think we decided to do is just repair it with yeah, duct tape. Repair it with duct tape <laughs> and just see how far we can, can leave it without spending any money. See, I mean, it only has to last for another two weeks, so maybe we can get it, sort of baby it through that, that period. We moved all, all the heavy water over to the mule. And you know the mule. It just sucks it up and carries it. No problem. The mule is a champ. <laughs> uh, so the mule's got about 50 litres of water. No, it hasn't. The mule's carrying about 20 litres of water, so it's severely overloaded. But it's still... It's a good mule. It's a good mule. Good old mule. The good old mule. It's still carrying on. That's about it. That's how far we've got. Charlie and I are enjoying, or I am, I hope Charlie's enjoying it so far yeah, as yeah. well. And uh, we're... Uh, we're moving on, traveling, and we are going to head further west. Uh, we will hopefully meet, reach Del Rio before Charlie has to head back towards Austin for his flight. Uh, we don't know exactly, but it's, it's always hard to plan, so we'll see how far it goes. We, we're making good mileage the days we're walking. Uh, today has been a really excellent rest day, and we hope to head into downtown and maybe go to a rock bar, listen to music, and drink a beer or two this afternoon, or this evening, rather. We've also been talking about going to church instead. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> I don't think that Praying for the grace of God. But uh, that's where we're at, and uh, as always, I uh, keep listening to the podcast, and uh, whatever else you do, keep walking. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.